Well, I hate I hate you ain't got one of them things, you know, they go to these plants now and they gotta put that temperature thing up to your head. <laughs> well, if it was a spiritual temperature right now, it'd be running about hundred and fifty. Amen. Oh, yeah. Thank God, buddy. I tell you, I feel it in my soul, boys. Thank God. Amen. Luke chapter 11 tonight in the Bible. Luke chapter 11. I'm just going to say a few things that might help your heart. And may the Holy Spirit do that for us while we're assembled here. That the Holy Ghost might meet with our heart. I'm reading in verse number 5. The Bible said, And He said unto them, Which of you... Should, uh, shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine is in his journey, is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. The picture is a man come to the man's house and he had no bread for him. He went to another, his other friend's house to get bread that the fellow that come to him He'd have to give to him. He said that for a friend of mine is in his journey to come to me and I have nothing to set before him. Verse 7, And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed and I cannot rise and give thee. And I say unto you, Though he will not rise and give him because of he, he is his friend, notice that. But because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. He's saying here, because of this man's uh, urgent request, his continually uh, staying at that door till he got what he came for, he said, I got out of bed and give it to him. Uh, and he gave him more than three. He gave him all that he needed. Uh, and in verse number nine, and he said, and I say unto you, uh, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Uh, uh, for every one that asketh receiveth. He that seeketh findeth, and him that knocketh, uh, it shall be opened. I'm going to preach a little while tonight on why in the world are you knocking. Amen. Uh, that's right. Have you been knocking? Why not you knocking? Uh, uh, knocking's not hard. I can ask any five-year-old, four-year-old, uh, amen, do you know what it means to knock on a door? Uh, uh, you'll never get a door answered that you don't knock on. Uh, you've got to knock for somebody on the inside to respond to your knock. Uh, amen. I don't just go the door and open it. Uh, uh, but if somebody knocks on the door, I'm looking to see who it is. Amen. Uh, and I'm open the door, thank God, and want to know what they want. Uh, and Jesus said here he said thank God he said if you got a need you knock and he'll open to you now whatever your need is amen that man needed three loaves of bread and he gave him more than that there's always more from God than what you ask for he does exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or thank according to the power that worketh in us amen Jesus took two fish and five loaves and fed five thousand men plus women and children and surely tonight he News exceeding abundantly more uh, uh, to you tonight, but you're going to have to knock. Uh, and when you knock, you ask. Amen. Uh, that's right. Well, listen, uh, I think about things in spiritual life. Uh, I say, I go to knock on the door of the Lord, uh, and I say, uh, and the Lord says, uh, uh, Come in. Uh, and He says, What can I do for you? And I said, I need a touch. Amen. Uh, and the Lord says, Come on in. I'll be glad to touch you. Amen. Uh, thank God. You know why you have not tonight? Because 
because you're not knocking. Hey, you know what tonight? If you do some knocking, I'm glad he'll do some answering. And it's not hard to knock. Amen. And here in the scripture, this man just stood at the door. It really don't say he knocked on the door, even though I think he did. Amen. The man was in bed. He had to holler and knock or once something to wake the man up to get what he wanted from him. I'm telling you tonight, there's a God in heaven that don't sleep. He ain't in bed tonight. Thank God he's awake. Amen. And there's nothing hard for him. There's nothing too hard for him to give to you tonight. And he'd rather give it to you. Amen. Thank God if you'll knock on the door and be specific. Amen. Thank God tell him what you need. Tell him what you come for. He knows it before you ever get there. But if you want God to do something for you tonight, you're going to have to get a knocking on this door. He said knock and it shall be open. And I know, thank God, down through the years of my life, thank God I knew he had what I needed. And the only way I was going to get it, I thank God is knock on the door. Amen. That's right. You don't need knocking tonight. What you need. Amen. Thank God I tell them people over there in the book of Acts, they got the knocking on his door. Amen. That Peter had been, James had been killed with the sword. Amen. Peter had been thrown in prison. Amen. They got to John Mark's house and all of them got to knocking. Amen. They got down in a prayer meeting, Brother Keith, and they got to praying in that house and they got to knocking on the Lord's door in heaven. Amen. Interceding for Peter that was in the prison. Amen. And they got to knocking and God got to working. Amen. You all know how, listen, it ain't how good we can preach. It ain't good how we can sing. It's the thank God the one that helps us. Amen. If we won't see God move in the church, it ain't based on my talent. It's based on what he does. Thank God by knocking on the door. Amen. Somebody knocked on the door Sunday night. I knocked a little bit on the door. Amen. And I said, God, I need something from heaven. I need a move of God. I need something, God. I got to knocking a little on the door. Amen. You get to knocking on his door. He'll answer his children. There's nothing hard for him. Amen. But if you don't knock, you ain't going to answer. That's right. So they got in a prayer meeting. It was in John Mark's house and they was praying. I don't know how many of them was. Had to be a good crowd. It said the church prayed without ceasing. That meant they got together and started praying. Amen. Praying's from the heart. Amen. It ain't fancy words. It ain't written prayers. It's from the heart. Amen. I mean, it's like this. It's like that little old boy there. He can come to you, you his father, and say, Daddy, I'm hungry. I need some bread. Amen. That ain't hard to say. Amen. Thank God. If he's your father, amen, you're his son, you can go to him. You've got straight access to it. You can go straight into the throne of God. Amen. But through Christ, amen, they got to knocking on the door. And the angel went into that prison house, uh, amen, and delivered Peter. Amen. He was a deep in there. He delivered them. They walked through the door. The door opened for them. All the chains fell off. Amen. Peter went to John Mark's house. Amen. And started knocking on the door, didn't he? Amen. They knocked and then he knocked. Thank God, you know why your prayer hadn't been answered? You ain't a knocking. Amen. Thank God, that word, E-T-H, he that knocketh, that word, it means you continually knock. You continually knock. Amen. Stay there till you get it, amen. 
And I'll tell you what happened. They got to knocking and then he came out of prison and he started knocking. And Rhoda heard the door being knocked on. And when she got to the door, her answer stood there. Peter. Amen. And when she went back, told them, they said, no, that's not Peter. That's his angel. Amen. It was Peter. Amen. Why wouldn't we believe God's going to do what we're knocking for? Amen. I tell you, that's what hinders the works of God is unbelief. And so thank God. Amen. Peter said, no, it ain't my angel. It's me. Amen. They had been knocking. He got the knocking. And I'm going to tell you something tonight. If you get the knocking on the door of God, he'll send the prayer answer knocking on your door. And you're going to have to open to see it because God shows it that he done what you ask. Amen. There's nothing hard for him. I can believe in faith tonight just don't even tell me that God can't don't even tell me that listen Jesus put that crowd out and he went to Jairus house amen and wasn't all them people in there them professional whalers and the other people's friends they wouldn't believe Jesus he put them out amen thank God I'm going to tell you you're going to have to have faith if you going to stay where he's at you got to believe if you stay where he's at you say I don't know if he'll do it I'm telling you there ain't nothing hard for him amen you're going to have to believe if you want to see it you're going to have to believe it first amen he put them out thank God 12 year old girl you ever noticed in that chapter 12 is a big thing the woman had the issue of blood 12 years the little girl was 12 years old amen he put his hand on her and of course, he spake to her and she arose. Amen. She was made alive. Amen. 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 And she began to speak. That's the power of God. Amen. That's right. You know what? Listen, friend. Jairus got knocking on the door. Amen. He said, my daughter life at the point of death. He got the knocking on the door. Amen. Jesus said, I'll go with you. Amen. I'm telling you, you get to knocking on the door, you'll see something. But if you don't knock on the door, you ain't going to see much. Amen. We're spoiled people in America. We've been blessed highly and we don't have to knock for much but Jesus even told his old men thank God to pray Lord give us this day our daily bread why he sent them out in the houses he sent them out two by two he said eat what they set before you so a prayer would be Lord give us this day our daily bread that's right we don't pray for daily bread we pray over daily bread but I'll tell you what if there are some things in your life you want tonight you got to knock to get them. Amen. You know, this is the way I look at it, Brother Jonathan. This is the way I look at it. I don't have a lot of money, but just say I did. Say I was a millionaire. Inside my house is where the money is. You don't know how much I got, but you need some of it. It's sitting in there. I'm thinking in my own mind, there's, a, there's some money in here for Jonathan. There's some treasure in here for him, but I ain't going to find him. He's got to knock to get it. Amen. Uh, and I'm going to tell you what, friend, are you saying that man can, man can miss out what God's got for him uh, because he don't knock? Uh, amen. Uh, you're going to miss out if you don't knock. Uh, you're going to miss out if you don't ask. Uh, it ain't that God don't have it. Uh, it's that you don't have it because you don't ask for it. Then I'm going to say this. In Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Ain't, knock ain't in the Bible a whole lot. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Now that door he was standing at was the door of the church. 
of Laodicea. And I'm going to tell you, I'm just being honest with you. I think, it, I think there was a mixed multitude in that crowd. What you're saying, preacher, I believe some of them was lost church members. Yep. Why did he say, I'll spew thee out of my mouth? Amen. He don't spew his people out. Amen. But I'll tell you what, he'll judge his people. Amen. And I'm telling you this. He said, I'm knocking on the door. Listen, you know what that knock was for? That knock was for that church body to hear his voice. That they might open the door. And always remember this. The knob is not on the, my friend, on the outside. A knob's on the inside. Amen. And the knob was in the church's court. And the church had to turn the knob. Uh, to open a door uh, he was knocking on amen this is what Jesus said if any man hear my voice now we know that that means any believer this don't mean male it just means any believer if any man hear my voice and what open the door I will come into him and sup with him and he with me he's saying if you'll hear my voice and open the door I'll you're going to have to hear the knock. You see, the Holy Spirit knocks on people's hearts. Now I know this in this text uh, of Revelation 3.20 and the context uh, is talking about the church, but Jesus uh, uh, still knocks on sinners' hearts. Uh, amen. That's conviction. Uh, uh, he's still got to convict you. Uh, you'll never answer the door till it's knocked on. Uh, uh, you'll never answer the phone till it rings. Uh, uh, you'll never act until you see you got a need. Uh, uh, you got, you'll never seek to be found uh, until you're lost. Uh, it's all the works of God. Uh, he has to bring you there and if he knocks on your heart that means thank God he's wanting you to open the door so any man can open the door in the church and he said I will come into him and sup with him that means I'll have an evening meal with him I'll, in other words I'll fellowship with this man I'll have communion that's why you have it at the midnight hour he's, he's there do you know why Jesus is on the outside of that church because the church was run by people and not him. That's right. The word, the word layout of sin is people ruled. Amen. Listen, it deals with lordship. It deals with authority. It deals with him. Hey, friend, if you're ever going to be saved, you're going to have to submit yourself completely to his authority. That's the first thing a man ever gets saved. He has to get under conviction of sin. If he don't get under conviction of sin, he'll never see his need to be forgiven of sin because he don't think he has much of it. But if he gets under conviction, he'll see how much he really has. Amen. He'll see who he is. He'll say, I'm a sinner. In fact, that publican and that Pharisee was praying in the temple outside. And that Pharisee said, I'm glad I'm not like other men. If you think that way, then that's what you are. You're a Pharisee. Amen. I'm glad I'm not like other men are. Not extortioners, drunkards. Amen. He went through that list. These. Amen. I fast. I pray. I tithe. That's what he's telling the Lord. He's bragging the Lord what he done. But that other man said, in Luke 18, he said he wouldn't even look up to heaven and smote his chest. And what did he say? He said, God be merciful, me a sinner. He knocked on the Lord's door. Amen. And he got in. Amen. Because he is justified by his confession and knew in his heart, thank God, of who he was and who Jesus was. And he needed the mercy of God if he was going to get saved. And I'm going to tell you this tonight. Until you submit to who he is, the Lord Jesus Christ, you never will be saved. That's who he is. 
Salvation is not fire insurance. You don't get saved to escape hell. You get saved to be saved from sin and be his child. That's right. What they had done, they had pushed him out. Tradition pushes him out. You ever saw something? I don't like tradition. There are some traditions that's good. Paul said, follow them traditions which you've been taught. No doubt reading the scripture, praying, things like such as that as a group of people. I don't like formality. I hope you don't get mad about this, but I, I really don't care if I ever do another wedding. Too formal. Everybody's too dramatic. Amen. Y'all at that, ain't you? We'll get Brother Shank to do that. <laughs> yeah, me. You say, preacher, you mean you wouldn't do my wedding? Well, I might do it, but I tell you, I said I didn't really like them. I like husband and wife getting married, but I don't like the formality of it. I don't like formality. See, formality pushes Jesus on the outside because we come up with some form. He said, have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof and such turn away. Church never meant to be in a formality. Church never was meant to be in a tradition. Church was never, and we are the church, if you understand what I'm saying, but service was never meant for that. Service is the liberty of the spirit. Service is where men preach, where people praise God, where people worship God, where people pray for one another, where people have fellowship. That's what church was about. They didn't give out a bulletin, thank God, when the early church met and saying that this man's going to pray and this woman's going to sing and this man's going to preach today and then we'll have somebody play the organ as they dismiss. That's stupid. They didn't do such a thing. They just said we meet together, whatever God wants, that's what we want. God might want us to pray all day. God might want the man to preach and another man to preach. God might want everybody to, to sing a while. Amen. What God wants, what we need for the hour. Not the same thing. Thank God he's the same. But we need what he's got. Amen. What that does, it pushes people, it pushes them on outside the door. Brother Shank, I don't want that. I believe it's real tonight. He's here in the house of God. I feel him in my spirit. I could shout the victory and thank God preach a whole lot more than I'm doing. But I'm telling you what. I ain't, I don't like nothing dead. They always said if something dead, it stinks and you need to bury it. Amen. Amen. That's right, Brother Todd. Amen. Thank God I'll tell you, if an animal dies in my yard, amen, give it a few days. And buddy, when it heat comes up, it's stinking. Amen. That's right. Four days. Lazarus been dead four days. And she said he stinks. He's dead four days. He said, yet he stinks. Lazarus stinks. <laughs> Jesus took the stink out of him. That's right. He did. Jesus resurrected him from the grave. He said, Lazarus, come forth. He had to float out. He had gray clothes on his feet. He was in the grave. He was in the tomb. He floated out. 
He was alive as soon as he said Lazarus. When he got out, thank God he come out of the tomb. Amen. I'm glad you got the grave clothes off. Amen. You ain't got a napkin around your mouth. You testify. Amen. Thank God. What are you doing, preacher? I'm trying to take grave clothes off of you. Amen. That God help you have liberty and spiritual power and enjoy the blessings of God and not be bound to formality and not be bound to opinions of men. Thank God but have some liberty in the house of God and live your life like that. Amen. You know where the next time they saw Lazarus was at the table with Jesus. I'm going to tell you this. You ever get liberated from them grave clothes? He was alive in the grave clothes. Yeah, but he was bound by the grave clothes. But when he got released from them grave clothes, he said, loose him and let him go. And you know where he's at? He's at the table with Jesus. If you ever get loose, you'll be right there at the table with Jesus. Amen. That's right, son. That means you'll be in fellowship with him. Yeah, man. That's right. Some people can't even get the grave close enough to raise their hand. Thank you. That's right. Amen. Someone's got the napkin around their mouth. They can't say amen. They can't say, Lord, I want to tell you what the Lord done for me. Got a napkin. I'm trying to pull the napkin off of you. Amen. It'll help y'all some to get them grave clothes off. Amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. Come in live in the grave clothes. Why don't that brother ever testify, sister? They ain't got grave clothes on. They ain't free. They ain't loosed. Amen. You say, don't that, can't that bring some loose uh, uh, talking? Well, it ought not all to bring praise to God. But I'm going to tell you what, when he knocks, He's knocking on that church door. Would you open it up? See that one morning you come in back here and you had, had been with God that morning. Remember that? You come in the back door and you're just crying, praising God. And the whole, and the whole church benefited from it. I mean, it got on me and got on you and you just couldn't. You got a good case. I can't help it. Amen. And it got on you. Thank God. You know what it done? It got on you. Amen. God on me. Amen. That's right. You know what? He had opened the door that morning, praise God. And Jesus come in to him and slept with him. And when he come in, thank God, we know he had been eating. Amen. We knew he had been at the table. Amen. That's exactly right. Thank God. And I'm telling you, he didn't have to take no spiritual rollays. Amen. He had done been eating with the Lord. He has blessed the God. And when he come in, it got on us. And we said, we want what he's got. Amen. Glory to God. I got saved 36 years ago, and I'm telling you this. I was 24 years old. God saved me, and he put something in my soul that said something about, somebody say something about Jesus. I, I remember the first time I really went to a church where they preached the Bible and where, thank God, somebody stood up and said something about Jesus. And I thought to God, I said, man, this is wonderful. Amen. I mean, it's just wonderful to hear somebody sing something about Jesus. And the man get up and talk about Jesus. Amen. It's just wonderful. Thank God. Open the doors knocking. Now you ain't opening it if you don't want him to rule you. And you surely ain't opening it if you if you want to run it. That's why churches shut down because they got deacon boards and everybody else trying to run the church. We got good deacons. Thank God for the deacons of the church. But I'm not talking about our deacons, but I know that in some churches or some family wanting to run the church. Hey, for sale, praise God. Help me to God. I'll listen to anybody and I'll try to help anybody. But it, it, what the word says is what it says. Amen. 
Ain't that right? If God ever touched you to preach, I mean, I just want you to be bold as a lion. Feed your briars for breakfast. Yeah, man. Praise God. You ought not be for sale. Ahab, he wanted, he wanted that a, Naboth's vineyard, but he said it ain't for sale. I'll tell you, if you want something tonight, I'll tell you, you got to knock to get it. If you've got a need, he's got what you need. Knock. You go through a hard time. I told them boys up there today, I was talking off this little one. I said, you know, I just found this out. I, just, I mean, I'm 60. And I found out of all the problems in this whole thing, we ain't going to escape it. Brother Shank, I think a lot of times what you said, this is supposed to be my golden years. <laughs> but son, them golden years has got a lot of bumps in the road. Hear me? That's right. The older you get, the more physical problems you have. Hear me? The more people you know that's got them too because you're older and they're older. And the more people you know, amen, the more people you know, the more that comes with it. Amen. You hear problems and all, and we're not going to escape it. Can I tell you the solution to it all? I can tell you the solution to it all. Jesus is the same all the time. He never gets sick. He never, thank God, ever will. Amen. Change. Never will. If you ain't got that absolute in you, son, what are you holding to? It's going to be sickness, hardship, troubles, trials, heartache. It's going to be that way. Do I like it? No. Praise God. I'd rather be sitting on a, thank God, a cabin on the front porch watching a hair in a stream. Thank God with a peanut butter and banana sandwich in my hand and a Coca-Cola. And under God, don't call me. <laughs> don't work that way, friend. This don't work. Maybe once in a while you'll get there. Once in a while you'll get to do that once in a while. I want to tell y'all, listen here, son. You what, 11, 12? 11. Enjoy life. Just do your schoolwork. You won't have to worry about your mama getting on you. But I mean, just enjoy life. Enjoy life. You don't have to worry about paying bills. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about nothing. Just trust God and enjoy life. It'll be coming one day. Thank God when you get married and you have to, and, 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 you, and you're wondering where you're going to have the next uh, a dime or a dollar to pay what you need to pay. Then you're going to learn, thank God, that I'm going to have to get on my knees and knock on the door. I'm going to have to get on my knees and knock on his door and get what I need. Amen. That's right, friend. You know what? God ain't going to give you everything you want. He'll give you what you need if you, amen, if you say, thank God, if you give. At Romans, at Philippians 4, 19, it's not a verse you claim. It's a verse when you give, God said, I'll meet your need. Amen. But I'm telling you what, he ain't God. Thank God. He said he's never saw the righteous forsaken nor seed begging bread. I'm going to tell you what, just knock on the door. Just remember that. If ever anything in this message you ever remember that the Holy Spirit would bring back to your mind is, I can knock on this door. 
And I got a need. Lord, I'm going to knock on your door tonight. Lord, I need some help. Got a financial burden. I'm under stress. Lord God, I don't know what to do. I mean, I can't, I can't change the situation. I can't handle the situation. Lord, I don't know what to do. He said, just come on in, son, and leave it with me. And then when you leave, you won't have it on you. If you can leave it with him. Yeah, man. Cast your cur on him. He'll sustain you. Cast your burden on him. He'll sustain you. Knock on his door. He, he'll hear you. You don't knock and ask and seek. You never will get an answer. Amen. In fact, some people die without knocking or seeking or, at, or asking. That's right. I appreciate you hearing me. Let's stay in the night. God bless you. Robert Parker, have prayer for us tonight. God.